Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of Be Still and Run. I am your host Ali Ann and today I wanted to finish the two-part section of You Are What You Eat. So last week I shared my pre-race recap and then post-race recap and sort of talked about how uh, I learned more about why it's important to understand our thoughts and then this week I wanted to uh, like sort of share with you some of the thoughts I was thinking during training as compared to during the race and how it matched up with or not matched up but was the opposite of my physical state and sort of hoping to just get you thinking a little bit more about your thoughts and what you're feeding on, what you are um, just living out of, what is in your heart, what are you, um, I guess, who do you think you are, who do you act out of rather than who you really are. So I hope this is encouraging to you guys. I hope that it gets you thinking and this month's topic has been um, a huge part of my life so hopefully down the road I will share a little bit about it but I will let you guys get to the episode. So as part of a project I have been working on recently I had to write down all of the negative thoughts and feelings um, and lies that I have been believing. That is a hornet. Sorry guys, I'm allergic to hornets so I was watching it fly around. Um, And now I lost my train of thought. So last week I shared a little bit about my race and my pre-race. Um, and just what I was feeling and what I was thinking going into it. And that was to just sort of get you, get you thinking that understanding our thoughts is important. But I want this week to share more of like the thoughts that I had been dwelling on during the training that caused me to not be able to train the way I was supposed to. And as I sort of share this, I just want you to think about your spiritual life and the life that you're living now. And when I'm sharing these negative thoughts and how they cause me to not be able to train, sort of think of in your personal life, like the thoughts that you are thinking, the thoughts that you are feeding on and how that is affecting the way that you are living now. So, um, A lot of people say like you are what you eat and that's not um that is not wrong at all uh and our thoughts we are constantly feeding our thoughts we're constantly um thinking things and the more we dwell on it the more we chew on them the more we meditate on them the more it's going to be ingested into our heart and it's going to affect the way we live and Last week, I forgot to share the verse, which was Psalm 119, 113. And it says, oh, how, oh, how I hate, oh, I can't remember. It talks about hating vain thoughts 
and loving God's law instead. And that is something that I have really been struggling with pretty much my entire life is vain thoughts. And recently, like within the last year or two, God's been convicting me of also fantasies, whether they're wrong or not. Um, they're not necessarily true. They're not based on fact. They're, they're built on, um, things that are not accurate or like Philippians 4, 8 says that we should think on things that are true. And so that, that has been convicting me for a long time. And so the verse in Psalm 119 that says that we should hate vain thoughts and rather love God's law. It really points out that there is two different sections of thoughts that we can have. And so leading up to this race, I had a lot going on, um, like in my personal life, like with my sister getting married. And then we had a lot of projects going on around the house and around, um, like the holidays and things. And so I really lacked time and it was starting to frustrate me to a point to where I would, even if I had time, I would be like, I'm just not going to do anything because I just, I don't have time. And the fact was, is I had time, but I was not using the little bit of time I had because it was not the amount of time that I wanted to be able to do it. So say I wanted to do like five miles this one day and I only had time for say two. Okay. The, um, workouts all add up. And if I had done a two mile workout the day that I couldn't fit in my five and then was able to do the five the next day, that's still two extra miles in the week. And that's going to add up in the end. But I, in my mind, I was like, it's not good enough. So I don't want to do it. And that happened multiple times, like with strength training or, um, just recovery that I knew I needed to do, like stretching and foam rolling and different things. Um, and my nutrition, I just, I didn't care. I was like, I just want to eat what I want. I, I don't care. And, um, then the thoughts I was dwelling on with my spiritual life, it was, um, I don't know if you guys know anything about like spiritual warfare, but that has been going on like, um, I'm going to say during this entire training block, ever since my last race ended, I've just struggled with spiritual warfare, which it's been years since I've struggled with that. Um, I haven't really like sensed that I'm in a spiritual battle for, uh, I'm going to say four years, maybe. So this coming on, it was very hard for me because I actually, I think I forgot how to fight the enemy in a sense when you're constantly being bombarded. Um, like for the past four years, I would just like say, text somebody, say, Hey, I'm going through a hard time. Can you pray for me? And then it would be over. Whereas now it was like constant. It was like a daily battle. 
and it was just starting to wear on me and me not fighting, I was just getting beaten up. And so I was dwelling on thoughts that I knew weren't right. Um, but like thoughts of like, nobody cares. I am just in the way and, um, I'm not good enough to do what God has asked of me. And just all of these different things were going through my mind. And I knew they weren't true in the beginning, but over time, as I kept allowing those thoughts, I kept feeding on those thoughts. They started becoming in a way, a belief, and I started acting on it. And I mean, there would be a week where I had plenty of time to train, but I decided not to because it wasn't worth it. I was like, I, it's not worth it. I'm not good enough. And just all of these different things. And thinking of my training for this last race, it was a huge reality check, I guess, to see that, wow, like what I think on really does become a belief. It's not, people don't just say that. And then during my race, I had asked several people to just be praying for me that I would be able to stay focused on Christ. Um, I knew the race was going to be physically hard because my training had been so well or so bad. So I really just reached out to people and I'm like, I really feel like I should be running this race, but I'm going to need prayer because I know it's going to be difficult. And so my whole, the whole time I was running this, I was just trying so hard to stay focused on meditating on scripture, on praying and just, um, practicing the presence of God, just imagining him there and just realizing that he's there, I guess. And it's not like an imaginary friend type thing, but it's like realizing that he is there with me and just running with him, just enjoying the scenery, enjoying his creation, um, and just praying here and there and thanking him. Um, but during the end when nobody was around, I actually started doing that out loud because I feel like I needed to hear it out loud because it was so difficult. Um, so the difference between like, I had the time during training, um, I was physically fine, was physically able to do it, but my thoughts would not allow me to. My thoughts were completely draining every ounce of energy I had. And then during the race, I physically had nothing, but I was able to focus on Christ. So I was able to have energy to do what my body couldn't or to allow God to give me the strength to do it, I guess. And so I just wanted to share this, hoping that maybe it'll get you thinking on what you have been dwelling on and maybe line it up with why you have been living the life that you are now. Um, in 2019 or 2016, I started going downhill pretty fast and like spiritually, I, um, was running from God 
in, in a sense to where, um, I was not focused on him. I was not obeying him. Um, I started wondering what the point of praying was, why reading the Bible was important, why we were even here on this earth. And I really started questioning just everything going on in like, what is the point of spiritual, uh, like our life in general, not just spiritual. Um, so between 2016 and 2019, I had built up all of these lies and all of these fears. And I truly believed me. I mean, three years of dwelling on something, you truly believe them. And I'm sure that some of them had already started before 2016. But um, in 2019, I finally went to a friend that had been there through all of the hard times and would listen to all of my woes. And I was just told her, I'm like, I need help. Can you help me? And so she sent me a list of some lies that people believe and then told me to just check off the ones I had and then um, write down other ones. And I ended up with a whole sheet of paper of <laughs> uh, these lies and negative feelings and of uh, beliefs that I had. And it really opened up like my heart and I was hurting. I was like, wow, like I had such a slow self-esteem after I did that realizing like I am a horrible person <laughs> And so I just, I texted my friend cause she lives far away. I texted her and I'm like, I need you to help me with this. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Um, but I can't live like this. I'm going to stuff it back down. And if we don't do something. So she agreed to talk with me that evening and it was, I don't know. It was pretty late cause it was dark outside and she was very gracious to give up her time for me. Um, but she had written down truths for every lie that I had told her or written on that paper. And she had me go through each one of them and reject the, um, lie and replace it with truth. And sorry, the bee is flying around now. <laughs> um, so she had me reject the lie and replace it with truth. And I cried so much. Um, my sister, even the next day, like my attitude had changed so much. She texted my friend and she's like commented on it because I felt so free. I was like, none of these lies that I've been thinking are true. And just for the next two weeks, I just repeated, I just rejected the wrong thoughts and replaced them with the truth. And that led into me surrendering my life to God in a way I never have before. Just telling him that I would like accepting him as my Lord and just being willing to do whatever he wanted me to do. And I really believe that that was the point that my life was transformed because I realized the truth and I was not dwelling on those negative lies anymore because I didn't want to. They weren't good for me. They weren't nutritionally, spiritually feeding me. And 
So yeah, I just, I was not planning on sharing that, but hopefully it will encourage one or some of you and um, maybe it'll get you thinking on what you've been thinking about. And I have nothing planned for next month's content, so I can't tell you what will be here next week. Um, we'll see how the Lord leads that. I have a topic, but that is it. So I thank you guys very much for tuning in. I really do appreciate having listeners because it would be very hard to record these knowing that nobody's listening um, because I feel like this is where God is leading me in this season of my life. and. You guys listening is really a blessing. So thank you for tuning in and I will see you next week.